All right. Oh, and go watch some uh, some SGDQ. Another one oh, last shout. Oh out. shoot, we didn't do that. Shoot. Good. Well, let's call, do it now. Michael. Let's uh, let's do it now. Wait, I can't even put it up front. Look, this is now the start of the podcast. Guess <laughs> what started, guys? SGDQ. Oh yeah. SGDQ. It's summer. How did that happen? I'm just kidding. Uh, I haven't lost track of time that badly. What's going on right now? Uh, it must be summer. You're on vacation every other week. Silent I know. Hill 4. No, literally every week right now. Silent Hill 4? Mm. Yeah. Hard the for me room. to advertise that one. I don't like being scared. <laughs> uh, there, I saw uh, earlier yesterday they were playing Spyro. I saw some runs. There were some Castlevania runs. Oh, it's all... I, this is all scary stuff. So they started with Phasmophobia. Then it's Five Nights at Freddy's. Outlast. Yeah. Okay. The other Yeah. They did. Uh, they did Link's Awakening earlier, which was apparently a really good race to watch. Oh, I gotta go see that. Cool. I know I there's I... a Super Mario Maker race coming up, and I believe a Super Mario World Kaizo race. Nice. They did. They started with Shadow of Colossus. I want to go watch that. Eighteen minutes. <laughs> oh no, that was it's set up. Bo- it's a boss rush. Forty. Forty-seven. Forty-seven minutes. minutes. Yeah. That's still short. <laughs> 47 minutes to beat a game that took me like 15 years (laughs) oh they got some new stuff in here too this year they've got tunic uh i know uh, a guy that i follow mr shasta he ran kirby and the forgotten land and that was really fun to watch because who watches modern kirby games these days and it was like this is nuts when did they start doing this stuff in kirby games yeah, uh, I forgot. And, land game is supposed to be really good, by the way. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I, but that was cool to see. Cause, oh, and uh, the thirty-minute Pokemon Snap thing is cool because there's some really weird glitch stuff in there. Basically, to get to the end of that really quickly, uh, uh, he finds Mewtwo. Who's <laughs> weird? Okay, SGDQ is on. Now enjoy a podcast. What, 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 what are we talking about? Uh, three, one, six. Cool number. I like numbers in general. Great intro. Like, Love it. Uh, yeah. <laughs> That's it. That's all I had. I didn't, I didn't have anything else. I did have, hello, JJ. And I did have, hello, Michael. But I, um, I alternate which ones first each week, and then I, for some reason, don't read it. So I usually say hello, JJ, and hello, Michael. Okay, that's there hey. you go. He didn't like my other intro, so now I've I've botched two intros in a row. You know. See, the thing is, is you think it's botched, but it's fine, and <laughs> no one knows the bo- no one knows it's botched except you. And now people are are disliking of it right they were cool with it until now oh i hope they're not disliking of it just enjoy it like the rest of us uh i I did not enjoy i it's been a week since we've talked to you guys in that week two and a half of those days i laid in a bed because someone was not careful with their hands and of washing them while making my food at a restaurant i was gonna (sighs) ask how so was it was it a, a restaurant again uh yeah i had to be it had to be. Well, if you, yeah, if you were the only one, 
Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I was the only one. So um, it was either some chicken or some hot peppers. I don't know which. The hot peppers uh, made me queasy later when I saw some. So maybe that was it. You know, your body knows sometimes. Uh, yeah, but chicken, that. man, you can't mess around. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's chicken. what I'm saying. It doesn't, it's, it's, it's getting gross. But uh, Mammoth is a fun place in the summer, JJ, now that we don't have to run track there. Oh, I mean, I've been there several times during the summer. It's great. I love it. <laughs> I haven't been back since high school track in the summer. Oh, I've been back plenty uh, in the winter. I was going to say, what? Like, that can't go, be right. I know you've no, been no. there. Yes. <laughs> no, I go in the winter quite often. Uh, however. Yeah. The place uh, is very similar in the summer with just a lot. It's a lot easier to get around because there's no snow on the ground. <laughs> and less people by a yeah, wide a lot, margin. A lot less people. Uh, yeah. Uh, however, the public transit is running well. And they take mountain bikers everywhere, and they have public transit to parks that aren't open in the wintertime, uh, like Devil's Post Pile and a whole other, a bunch of other places. But, Michael, I hear that maybe you and public transit uh, have to have some words. It's not the public transit that I, that I have issue with exactly. It is the behavior of the people on it. Okay. Um, so this this happened on our flight, um, but I know that oh, this that's sort not really of thing public happens. transit, right? Well, I, well, but it's applicable. So I say I'm going to encompass all all transit where you are not, say, by yourself or with your immediate friends or family in a vehicle. Okay, transit in public. Yes, transit in public. We are sitting in our seats on the plane, waiting for the plane to push back from the gate uh and in the row in front of us a gentleman pulls out his phone and begins watching a movie with the volume turned up and no headphones no yikes yeah unallowed and it's just common courtesy people that's all that's all we ask could you see his screen from where you sit i could yes could he hear you if you spoke about the movie? He probably would have, yes. I fully believe and intend that I would, and I mean this with my entire heart, begin commenting on the film and talking to him about it. <laughs> oh, you know, in the next part, that guy dies, right? Oh, if I, if it was something that I had recognized and I could have spoiled it, yeah. Oh, man, I was just going to say, it's like <laughs> some suspense movie or whatever. And you'd be like, oh, is this the one where the killer is that guy? And then, like, oh. Yep. Then watch okay. them get thrown off a plane. <laughs> well, uh, were, were it not true, I'm sorry that that happened to you. Uh, annoying. But yeah, it, I have seen it happen sucks. before. Sometimes I have not been in a position uh, anterior to the person with said loud device. Uh, if I have you forgotten know, I, my headphones, I, which I have done before, I just turn on the CC and uh, watch something that I don't care that much about. You know what I mean? Or I don't watch anything. I do That's something true. else. I have I got, a phone machine in my hand. It can do a million things that are not watching this video. Often there are books in my bag. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, I've noticed this phenomenon, uh, not specifically related to public transit, but in public places like hiking, I've noticed people carrying loud music as they go on a bike or they hike up a trail, just like playing whatever. 
And it's like, that's cool that you like this, but I don't want to listen to whatever this is. Yeah, your speaker and backpack is not fun for the rest of us while we uh, stand here by this river. Yes. That yeah, I've never we, seen before, you know? I've, I'm very frustrated when that happens uh, to me. So I this is becoming an epidemic, and it's a problem. Three old men yell at clouds. Yes, I'm <laughs> shaking my fist violently at you whippersnappers in my lawn. <laughs> did, uh... I, I have two transitions. One, did anyone behave poorly at your baseball game? Two, man, did some people behave poorly at our local baseball game? I wondered if you were going to bring that up. <laughs> oh, dear. Did, uh, was it behaving poorly, or was this like, finally the baseball people did what they'd been wanting to do for, like, weeks or whatever, and just decided to have a fight? Just saying, baseball could use more hockey. I, You know, Dick, the, un, the unwritten rules are shirt. stupid. Just write them down and fight. Like, mm-hmm. you know, you don't need to have, like, some dumb code. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> That one's silly. Uh, the the uh, the baseball game that I attended uh, did not have a big fight at it. Although uh, we did uh, the San Diego Padres game, uh, they played against the Philadelphia Phillies. Uh, our pitcher did shatter Bryce Harper's thumb, though. Yeah, the yeah season that's in not a row. great. Oof. That was that was Oof. news. That was this somehow the second news of the day when it came to baseball. Uh, yeah. Unfortunately for the Angels, bench clearing pitching how many problems. people how many people are going to get suspended from that brawl you think? seven or several eight. yeah yeah at least i i watched the replay but the, the replay is very funny because the announcer yells some very funny things he's like <laughs> holy st- some stuff and it, it's not what he said but you, you can get the idea of what he says and then they're just like th- then they immediately go into like we have to show this because people are seeing it but like we don't want to comment and glorify oh there that guy's gonna get suspended there's a punch <laughs> <laughs> yeah anyone who throws anyone who threw a punch is getting suspended mm-hmm. it's gonna take them a while to review all that tape <laughs> I, I would volunteer you know I'd volunteer I'd be like I'll do it I'll look at the tape I'll watch. I'll find the suspensions. The problem is they have to find people who are impartial, right? And like, aren't just going to suspend one side. Oh, I'll, the other I side. will. I will suspend everyone. That's fine. I don't care. <laughs> the angels suck so bad. It's like, I would be a fan, but expand suspend everyone except for my trout and show. Hey, no. Otani. <laughs> Screw it. Team Screw it. I'm going to, I'm going to suspend trout and Otani. So don't get injured again this season. <laughs> it's like, was it, did Otani even get off the bench? Like, I don't. Was I don't he think even so. out there? No. I was going to say, like, I, I highly disbelieve he would be doing that. Yeah. But yeah, who knows? Um, yeah. Anyway, uh, the baseball game I attended was great. We lost, um, just you know, after breaking Bryce Harper's thumb. Um, but yeah, uh, shout outs to Harper. Anyway, he like said something to the pitcher as he was walking off that looked very. We're up on like, you know, middle, upper level or whatever. And it looked bad. Like what he was like jawing at the pitcher, like he was saying something to him as he's walking off, like clearly cradling his injured hand. Mm-hmm. And people in the stadium thought he was like, you know, trying to start a fight or whatever. Um, but apparently it came out later. Like, the, And the people on the broadcast heard it because uh, I guess he said it loud enough to be heard. But he was. Well, they uh, can hear everything on the field. They have a parabolic pointed down there. Yeah. So I, I guess he was saying that he. uh and just the way he like the way he looked, the body language looked bad. But I guess the the gist of the conversation was that he was like absolving the pitcher of blame for hitting him, so that his I teammates mean, like didn't try to start a fight about it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, like he said yeah. that he said he could tell the pitcher didn't mean it. Right. Yeah. That in uh, 
In Japan, they tip their cap if they didn't mean it. Even if it doesn't hit them. Interesting. Yeah. More so, unwritten rules of baseball stuff. There you go. Yep. Uh, but yeah, I, I had a wonderful time. It was a great time. We had great seats, I thought. Um, <laughs> had a good time with some people. <laughs> like, people two seats away from us. You know, they always have you sing Take Me Out to the Ball Game as part of a baseball thing. They That's sure like do. Seventh inning stretch. Mm-hmm. Stretch. The guy, the guy during that song yelled, you know, it's like, you know, it's root, root, root for the whatever the team is. Uh-huh. And the guy yells angels. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like everyone around like looks at him and he's like, they're my team. It's like, okay, dude. It's like, yeah. you know. Eh. Yeah. Nice. Um, yeah. Sports. There's. We made a hockey reference, right? Yeah. yeah. Okay. So then I can talk. I mean, about it looked like a hockey game in that intro. <laughs> <laughs> I can talk about Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles then. Yeah, I want to hear how it was because there's a guy in there with a you know the guy. Oh, with a hockey mask. mask. Okay, Casey yeah. Jones. Jesse Jones has a stick and a mask. So Casey Jones. Casey Jones. Sorry, not Jesse Jones. Why did I say Jesse Jones? Casey Jones. Uh. It is exactly what you want it to be. That's you, all I needed to hear. That's good to know. I'm, I'm happy about mash, this. If you want to, you can button mash all the way through the entire thing and really not think about it. Or you could do a lot of different combos. A lot. With your character. I like that. I, I'm very happy to hear that they allow you to succeed by button mashing. Well, they have to. Because the early stages of the game, there's uh, there's a progression system for your characters in this game. Ah, so you don't have the combos. So you don't have oh. combos. But but I dropped into a multiplayer game. A multiplayer game that was further along than I was. And I got in there and my character was level one because I had not updated April yet. And uh, I did just fine. I was... I was uh, lower on the KO count than everyone else, but never was I in trouble or like I can't play this level or whatever. That is cool. Like I, nice. it, I feel like that is one of those things about some of those beat em up games that have progression, where it's like kind of meant for you to have. The, you can't like jump in in the middle as a lower level character and be yeah. okay. You're kind of gonna get worked. Yeah, I think this is more of a. Yeah, your kids could still play with you because even if you get knocked out, another player can just pick you back up. Um, oh, the pizza good. pizza pickups um, are often for everyone. Like if you just touch the pizza, everyone gets a heal kind of thing. That's a nice change. There's, yeah, that rules. There's yeah, there's single pizza pickups and there's multiple like multiple player pizza pizza pickups, and then there's also like plenty of uh, ultimate. I don't know what you would call it, but like you have an ultimate attack, right? And then there's like pick power up pickups of just like, Hey, what if your ultimate attack was even bigger and better and just started right now and killed everything on the screen? Uh, there's that pickup. Well, yes, this does. Sound good to me. <laughs> yeah. And so I would say that it is not targeted at kids. It's definitely targeted at like, Hey, did you like that game when you were a kid? Um, yeah, I would love to play it with my kids. And so therefore, the air juggle combos that kids can't do aren't entirely necessary to get through the game, probably. Of which the game is pretty short. I think it's just like 15 levels or something. Um, 
if you beat it, you unlock Casey Jones. The rest of it is playing through to level up characters if you want to and make them better. So, like, now my April character has more hit points, more... Uh, she can hold two ultimates instead of just one. Like, you have a charge bar for your ultimate. Um, if, once you have two ultimates, you should just be using them. Basically, once you hit two, you just start... start Okay, wait, hit two. I'm just going to use it. Yeah, hit two. I'm going to use it, you know? Um, and then you basically, again, end up using them on the boss a lot. I don't, I don't know. What else do you want to know about the game? It's really fun. I had a good time. My April is now upgraded enough to do, like, weird air juggle stuff if I want to. Is April overpowered? I don't know. I really... I Casey looked good, too, and uh, I played raf for a little bit and he was fun i think she's she's definitely got this like slide thing that she could do all over the place and you could probably as april take less damage than other characters Mm. maybe that's why she's overpowered i don't know because the 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 typical tier rank of these arcade games in my mind which again is the i haven't played a lot of these in a very long time but it's like the number one character was always Donatello because the bow staff had the most reach, yes. right? Mm-hmm. And then it was Leonardo, and then usually Michelangelo because you could stick the nunchucks out. And then Raph was always last because the size are short. Yeah. And they didn't usually have, like, Casey Jones or April as a selectable character, to my memory. No. And so, like, that was always the tier rank of the turtles in the games. It's, like, longest weapons, most important. Everything else doesn't really matter. The, like, changes were basically the same. So it's cool to hear that the characters have differentiation this time. And like April, like attack. April has more reach than her hands because she wields her microphone. Oh, she like hit people with the mic. Yeah. And so like there's a slide move that I was talking about where she has not just a microphone, but like a microphone on like a boom stand and like sticks it out in front of her. Okay. So, oh, so the unlockable moves create more reach and stuff and i think they're probably more in the characters might be more interchangeable than before because like back attack is back attack and i think it's roughly the same between my raf and april it was roughly the same so they're not entirely one-to-one definitely raf and um april's main attacks and slide attack and stuff like that were different and the like air attack was different um she seems to stun people, which sometimes didn't... I don't know. I couldn't really... I didn't get too much time with other characters yet, so... Uh, okay. But, I mean, they play differently yeah. enough that they do. you yeah. noticed. Yeah, so yeah, that's yeah, yeah. already something that's different from those old arcade games. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And watching uh, Ken play with Casey Jones, you could tell, like, oh, you unlocked that at the end for a reason. Hmm. <laughs> See, like air juggling and comboing the whole screen and like his, not touching the floor, that kind of stuff. His ultimate seems very uh, much stronger than everyone else's. It's a little wild. <laughs> Got it. Yeah. But I yeah. wonder, man, I'm like curious now, like what's the speed run say? No, oh, I don't know. It's probably real quick. If you're just trying to beat it, it's not very long. The game. Yeah. I'm sure there'll be um, a bunch of different categories. It's on game pass and it's on for sale on, everything i think it's already on on sale on steam because of the summer sale uh i think it's on sale because it just launched oh and the epic games thing i figured this out uh 
you do not have to sign into Epic Games or launch Epic Games to play the game if you don't want to. So I installed it in Game Pass. I run it. And since I have not logged into Epic in the options menu, it doesn't do anything with Epic. It doesn't launch Epic. It doesn't do anything. But if you want to play from your PC with people who have a PlayStation, you need to log into Epic because Epic's the only one that can make that bridge happen. So there you go. So the game uses Epic online services for the back end, probably. If you want it to, it can. But I don't. I am not logged into it, so it's got to be using Xbox. Hmm. Hmm. Okay. I very quickly went to speedrod.com. It looks like April has the shortest time, but Leo is within like twenty seconds, and Raf is there also. The difference is like one minute, except for Mike and Don, who are like I don't know. Sorry. Yeah, Mike and Don are like several minutes behind the other two for some reason. Okay. Oh, okay. Oh, Casey Jones is at one eleven, and the other ones are at like one ten. So he's all—he's the yeah. slowest apparently. Oh, weird. He—he uh, he doesn't appear very quick. Uh, April moves across the screen real fast. Uh, but that doesn't sure always quite a lot in a speed run. Yeah, in a normal playthrough, when I was playing with friends, it didn't—it just meant that I was running back and forth more than them, and they were letting enemies come to them more. Uh, yeah, but. Eh, whatever. So are your are your single player and multiplayer progressions kept separate? No, it oh, looks like they are they are it looks to me like they are integrated. That you just have uh-huh. a stable of characters and you upgrade them on your basically your account or whatever you want to call it. Your games save. So if you're playing with your friends, it counts, and if you then leave and go back to your single player game. Yeah, so my as you were. so my April when I finished playing with the other guys, they logged out. My April was still upgraded when I went to single player. Hmm. Okay. So, you know, if you want to make progress on a character or whatever, I guess I don't. I don't know. It didn't seem like it mattered that much. I'm sure the abilities later on get really cool. Um. I think that's like a fun way to like give multiplayer more use. Yeah. Especially if it's the case where like you've played this a bunch and you kind of know the deal. So it's like, all right, well, I can jump in as this character. I haven't played that much and level them up and it's not going to be a big. It was nice that it was just a thing. It was like, you've unlocked an air attack. I'm like, oh, okay, cool. Thanks. Not like go in and spend your points. I'm like, I don't want to do that. I'm playing multiplayer. So. I'll talk more about it. I'll play more. More. I answer some more questions. I guess next time. Um, I'm just gonna finish up because I play. I got Isha. Oh yeah. Ah, so the real game has begun. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Makes a difference, right? Three attacks. Wee. Um. The lens, I wanted to talk real quick about the lens runes and like equipping uh, elemental attacks. I didn't realize this game was going to go that far, like full on Final Fantasy VIII stuff. You know, it's funny when I first, they first introduced that stuff and I got Isha, I was like, oh, okay, like her spells matter. So like this makes a difference. Cool. And then I was like, later, I was like, oh, no, this is important. (laughs) 
I, yeah. I, I yeah. would rather not have to grind a bunch of levels to get through this area. And if I equip the element, it turns it into much, much different. Yeah, it's yeah. literally like, oh, I'm in the snow area and crit, 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 crit. Yeah, it turns out. Yeah. And the def- the defense makes a big difference too. Like Does it? it's like, oh, I, I go from having to potion after every third attack to these enemies are mere mortals touching my godlike appearance. It seems like though, like if you want to equip everybody with everything, right? Like if you want earth on everyone in attack and defense, you'd have to have six of them. So wow, that's way too expensive to do. Or well, there crazy? aren't there aren't that many level three in the game. Yeah, so you won't be able to do so that. So you're gonna have to you're gonna have to pick and choose who gets what level. Oh, so they don't upgrade? Like the other ones, you have like level one, level two, level three in your inventory? Yes. Yes. Oh. But you can't get any level two ones if you don't have the stuff to make the level two one. But some stuff in like your weapons and stuff just upgrade and like. Yeah, these, these are items in your inventory, not like. Yeah, they're basically they're basically armor. just items, right? They're materia or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, materia is a good way to think about it. Uh yeah, so they basically equip and do everything like an item. So I currently only have level one items. So those, the ones in the shop are not upgrades. They just replace what you have and you can sell the old ones. Well, you could, but you're not going to have enough and you will want to keep the old ones around so that you have enough to equip on the other people, right? All right. Fair point. Got it. Okay. Yeah. I like that they, uh, I like that with Isha that her spells change based on the element she has equipped. And they're like drastically different. Yeah. Yeah. They're drastically different. You'll, you'll definitely find you like some of them, um, either the way that they hit or the status effect that they impart better than others. I have not experimented with this yet. Yeah. That's a, a pro tip, man. Go experiment with those. Cause it makes a big difference. If you change your element and you're like, okay, now she's going to be doing extra damage, but all of a sudden you can't hit with the spell because the aim is like way different than the other one. Yeah. You'll be like, Oh, uh, Hmm. Yeah. I forgot for a while that I had up unlocked upward attack with CJ. And I was like, I can't hit these little dragon dudes, but I have the thing equipped. I just got to like, swing higher or something and i was like oh wait i have upwards attack yeah oh well well that game's still i'm having a nice little time it's not um i'm not burning through it super fast uh but i do i do like one of the main quest line chunks including all the side questing that then pops up in the middle of it you know uh per night so we'll get there I think that's the good way to do it because those side quests, it's it's a lot of like collect and then <laughs> knock as but many of them out as possible at once. I logged in last night to do that segment again and I got to the side questing and it was literally like what you guys have been talking about. I'm like, well, I'll just give you this bronze ore I already have. Well, I'll just give you the slime jelly I already have. Well, I'll just yeah, give you the crystals I already have. <laughs> Free money. Let's go. Have you finished a stamp card yet? I am on the gold stamp card, but they have not lowered the prices on me yet that I can tell. Yeah, the stamp cards don't lower the prices that I remember. So something lowers. They increase your chain. Your chain? Yeah. So the number of attack your the attack you can chain to switch. I I thought that the stamp card decreased. Or maybe I misread what what decreases the tax they take from you. Nothing. 
Oh, it's always think... 30%? No, yeah. it does decrease. They tell you that it could decrease, but maybe yeah, she's there just is, lying. Yeah, there is something that decreases the tax. It might, yeah. there might be one decrease that's actually tied to the storyline. Oh, that's probably it then. Well, uh, I haven't finished it. I would love to talk more about it. I will be on vacation this coming week, however, so I don't know how much I'll have to say about that. Uh, so we should hear JJ having finished, uh, you know, a little game. Yeah, uh, I guided my uh, Grey Knights against the forces of chaos to a victory, uh, such as it is. You never really win, you know. Yeah. Can't, can't actually beat chaos. That would sort of ruin the setting. <laughs> No. Um but yeah, that game goes some really interesting places. Uh it's always fun boss. with an inquisitor in my opinion cuz you can do way more stuff. You know, in like Michael in the 40k universe. <laughs> because there's so many people, the administration of everything is basically how you uh how you survive. And uh if you read some of the side fiction, uh, there's way too much administration and no one can get anything done and, and uh, all those people are in charge of everything. And then you just are an inquisitor and you just sort of walk by everyone and do whatever the, you want. Okay. The problem is the inquisitors are humans, though, not transhumans slash space marine, you know, super soldiers, right? Right, which is why you need and, space marine super soldiers. Because they're yeah. squishy. Well, and yeah. the humans are corruptible. That's the problem. Ah, right? uh, okay. They chaos is good at corrupting the humans specifically. <laughs> uh, yeah, and so you know, I mean, that's the the trope line, right? Is that the Inquisitor eventually falls for chaos? Of course. Um, you know, but they do a great job with it here, and I think the you know you've spent like so many hundreds of days in in this campaign, you know, researching things and upgrading your ship and powering up your weapons and all this stuff that like, by the time you start fighting the crazy bosses at the end, you know, your squad of four dudes takes on, you know, a entire like dreadnought sized army (laughs) or a huge, you know, piece of like flesh that is like a rolling thing. I don't know what to describe. It looks like it's very strange. Uh, you know, and then, you know, of course, you know, you end up having to go into the warp for reasons and you end up fighting uh, a chaos primarch because, of course, right, like that's always how they, you know, you want to escalate to the top and that's the top, right? Hmm. Uh, it was cool, though. Really fun. Um, I will say that that last fight was really, really hard compared with the rest of the the game. So it was nice to see they stepped it up. And I will say. I love it when a game tells you this is the point of no return, right? Oh, yeah. dude, so good. They'd have one of those in Spirit Fair, which we talked about I, last week, and it's, I, uh, it makes my day. I cannot recommend it enough, game developers. Because <laughs> you see this button, you know, it's like, hey, if you do this, you're not going to be able to come back. Just FYI. It's like, I know that oh. people are like, oh, that breaks immersion, but it's like, you know, but I know I'm playing know. a I know I'm playing a game. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Like, and I want to be able to put a save here so that if I get screwed later, <laughs> I, I can see, come back. I could see like a, like a long dark sim type place, uh, you know, like a sim type game or a last of us type game, not telling you because there's never anything it's telling you. There's, 
if you especially if you're making something with little menuing and little actual story uh this is a strategy tactics game the whole game is the the menuing and the layers of the resources right. and stuff. that's no excuse in a normal just like we're all having fun with numbers here kind of deal yeah it's and like even, you know oh this construction project takes two weeks and then it's like you click this button and it's like oh too bad you don't get to find those two weeks it's just over now because you clicked the button right like i'm Glad it told me so I can go waste time for two weeks, finish my construction right. project, and then click the button. Or even even Spirit Fairs was like, have you done everything? Or like, do you think your character's done everything they would want to do? Because uh, you won't get to do more, you know? Uh, they, yeah. they phrased it in in-game parlance. Yeah. And like, you know... The, so I just really appreciated that, that this game gave me that when I got to that point. Oh, no, and it was it was more like, sorry, it was more like, okay, the next part of the game is, so when you think you've done everything, then go there. So it didn't stop it, you know, when you got there and say, you can't go. I was like, no, don't go until you think. That was a good version right. of that. And that that is similar to what this did, right? It's like, when you're ready, research this topic, right? yeah. yeah. And it's like, right. don't research it until you're ready. Because when you click, you know, go finally on this topic, you're going to do something. Cool. But here, you know, you can just putz around in the universe and do whatever other stuff you want. I think that's the way that, being uh, didn't Battletech do it that way? It's like, don't take this mission unless you want uh, the final, yeah. the final yeah, showdown so, to right? begin. Yeah, you could just go like putz around in the universe and do mercenary missions or whatever if you didn't want to finish the last campaign thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I... I really appreciated that. And it was helpful to me because I Omega died <laughs> on one of those <laughs> missions. Got like really, really dead. And, uh, you know, like dead where it's like, okay, I, I have enough, physically enough bodies to cover this next task, the final task. But these are not the, these soldiers are not in the fighting shape I need them to be in <laughs> to complete this last <laughs> mission. Nice. Uh, which it turned out it was right because that last mission was crazy hard. So, yeah. Yeah. Uh, great game, though. I really enjoyed that. Chaos Gate Demon Hunters. Well, since we're talking about uh, corpses, Michael, tell us about the corpse of a video game. What does that look like? Yeah, so um, this is kind of an interesting situation, but I think it's one that's going to start to become more and more common as more uh, games as services are offered. But so you guys know that I I have been a a very... uh, enthusiastic player of final fantasy record keeper over the last seven and change years now that it has been out yeah i well I look over at your phone often and see record keeper still and i think man if only he'd gotten into fire emblem heroes with us <laughs> <laughs> he would have quit um, way earlier and been then free. we could have got him out of this <laughs> well yeah so the uh the new new content releases generally every Thursday. And this past Thursday, uh, the new content that was expected released, along with a couple of additional announcements, one of which was in three months time, we will be shutting off the servers for the global version of the game. Not even like we'll let you do whatever's left to do in the game and leave it up and just stop making updates. We're just shutting it down. Just no, no, I mean, no word. They basically just said the game is ending and that they would be ending their support. Um, 
chances are they they won't maintain it as an offline version but i mean i guess there's always some small sliver of hope um but what's weird about it is that the the japanese version of the game is six months ahead of the global version so there is at least six months of content still uh that that would have been coming out right even if they were to cancel the the japanese version but you know Three months is uh, is all that's left. That tells it's, me the global audience was really, really small, and the Japanese audience maybe is quite a bit bigger. Well, it could be that's, part. Isn't Square wasn't Square selling off parts and downsizing and doing all sorts of stuff like that? Yeah, but I don't think Square was was really involved with the development. This was all DNA. Oh, it was all DNA. Okay, yeah. But yes, to your point, JJ, the speculation is that the uh, that it was just a numbers thing that the ep- economics of the global market were not as Can't the same as the surf. Japanese market. <laughs> not en- not enough whales in that ocean, you know. Once it gets can't even enough. keep the server online. <laughs> yep. That's that's not how that works, though, right? They don't like the server paying the bills isn't enough for those kind of games. It has to be making crazy money, otherwise they would rather spend their time making. Candy Crush 75 Fruit Edition or whatever that makes 50 times the money, right? Mm -hmm. Sadly that that's the way that it is, but that is how it is. Yeah. It was just, and it's been, it's been interesting to see because there's a, there's a, a very solid uh, Reddit community uh, in support of the game. And it's been really interesting to watch what the, the, reddit threads have gone through in the last four or five days basically it basically it's like the five stages of grief i can't yeah, i mean like i've <laughs> been playing i've been playing a game for how long michael seven years seven man. yeah it'll be seven and a half years when they shut it off that's i a remember it's a really long time for a mobile game yeah it is that game came out before my first kid was born So for Andrew, that's basically like the 1930s. I'm just saying, it feels it feels like forever. That <laughs> yeah. was that was for the dads. It feels like forever. <laughs> they knew what it meant. I can't believe it. Wow. So the disbelief, I guess, on the servers has become acceptance has become. Well, it's become people, people Anger. have kind of, res- yeah, I mean, I mean, there are some, there are some angry people, but it seems like people are, are resolving into one of three camps. Um, they are either the, what's the point? I'm uninstalling the game camp. Yeah. There's the, I will play this through. I've been here since the beginning. Uh, so I'll play this through to the bitter end camp. Uh, and then there's the, uh. I was I had the third one in my head and it just slipped away. Um the oh the switching to play, to start over playing the Japanese version. Oh cuz you'll have longer. Hmm. Yeah, you have at least 6 months more and there there doesn't seem to be an an end in sight for the the Japanese game, but then again there didn't seem to be an end in sight for the English version. Sure. Also like I think not being able to read the menus and the stuff may uh, 
hamper people a bit. Well, so there's a there's a way around that. There's an app that you can install that's an overlay for the Japanese, and it's basically touch to translate. And so anywhere that you touch where there's Japanese text, it'll detect it and translate it into your language of choice. Whoa, that's wild. Yeah, it's pretty cool. I mean, one, if you played it for seven years and you're... And your question is now, what's the point? I think you've got a bigger problem. <laughs> yeah, uh, I wonder, like, if people, the, if someone starts over after seven years, are they going to be like, this sucks now because you don't have all your stuff, you know? So, so I don't think the, so. Yeah. The, the game has, the developers have done a really good job with the game of, of putting in ways for new players to catch up quickly. So I think in the the current state of the game, if you were to start a new file, you could catch up to being able to to tackle, if not beat, um, in-game content in like two to three months. Okay. Okay. Which isn't bad for a game that's been out that long. No. I think my point was, though, if you haven't had fun for seven years and now you're questioning it because they're shutting it down, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Other than a game that comes on a disc, you just, you're never guaranteed to keep anything. It's possible that, you know, like even if you, I mean, I just updated that Vita, right? The memory card could go bad and maybe I could back it up and get another memory card. But eventually there are games on there that could just disappear, even though they're not even online. You know? Yep. Mm-hmm. And mobile games are especially prone to this stuff. Anyone remember Flappy Bird? Yeah. Well, they that guy took it down on purpose. Yeah, but that that was a game that was hugely influential in a bunch of different things, and it's basically impossible to play or access now, right? Right. Uh, yeah. I mean, there's plenty of stories of this. We could go on forever, but I think... Michael, uh, what really matters is did you have fun and will you install the Japanese version or are you just going to move on to nothing else or something else? That's that's mm. what's what is the postmortem for you look like? So I'll play through to the end to when they, you know, they lock the doors and shut the lights off. I think that's uh, the right call. And then, yeah, yeah. I, you know, I have enjoyed the game so much. Uh, up to this point it would be a shame to not enjoy the things that are still coming before they shut it down yeah help them close the doors you know yeah so i'll do that uh in terms of what's next uh unsure uh i signed up for uh marvel the, snap no the octopath mobile game that's getting released sometime this summer hmm Okay, and I don't know if they're going to put out um, like a beta for it, or if they're just going to go straight into release. But uh, I have a notification set for that. Ah, we shall see. I gotta figure out if I can download Marvel Snap yet. Is it out on iPhone yet? I don't know. I haven't seen anything, but I'm not. Uh, you know. Having the game and playing it uh, means that I don't have to look to see if there are updates about it. Hmm. That's a good point, I guess. Uh, yeah. I know they soft-launched in the Philippines. 
Uh, so maybe if you changed your store to Philip, the Philippines, you could get it. Maybe. Uh, but I, I don't know if they're out out for other people. Choose Philippines as your country, I think, is the only way. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it seemed, I mean, yeah. game. I enjoyed that game. I play like maybe one game or two games a day. Just, you know, dinking around. It feels like there's not much content, maybe. Yeah, the, I, I've hit the part of the treadmill of that game where now it's like, okay, if I want to like unlock a bunch more new cards, this is going to require a significant amount of time, uh, and that's not yeah. like the amount of time that I'm willing to input. So yep. I play a few games every day and have a good time with the decks and the stuff that I have, and I'm good. Speaking like, of... I, I feel like there are a lot of strategies available to me, and I haven't even explored all of those, you know, sure. if you're the kind of person that wants to make a bunch of decks or whatever. Yeah. So... Eh, I'm good. Speaking of uh, treadmills and forever content, because you never ha- will have enough time, are we dumb enough to try Diablo Immortal? I mean, there's a weird divide growing of people that are like, "Yeah, but if you just play it, it's and you don't spend the money, it's actually not bad." And then there's people that are like, "The monetization alone makes it worth not playing." I think those people who say that if you just play it, it's fine, haven't played it far enough to find the point where they want you to spend the money. Hmm. Hmm. That's how those mobile games work. It's how I felt with Marvel Snap. For like a long time, I was playing it like a lot. And then it was like, oh, I see here. Now all of a sudden it's way harder to get these things that are leveling me up. And now this is like the the loot, <laughs> the grind has come in. And by all accounts, Diablo Immortal has a much, much worse one of those. But, I mean, you know, maybe if you're okay playing that beginning part until you see that and then go F this and then install it, <laughs> like, maybe that's cool. I don't know. Like, it, don't know. it is free. It costs you nothing. Well, so there is my that. time is, is valuable at this point. It really, if I had spent time playing a game that I like, wow, at the end of it versus wow, you know, I don't know if you can hear the difference in my voice over the internet. Like, TMNT and Aoden took up the little remaining time I had last week between vacation and being sick. If I had stuck a game in there that people had warned me, you probably won't like this, uh, and then I didn't, I'd feel like I wasted my time. Sure. So, you know, I mean, it seems like you have no shortage of things that you know aren't going to waste your time. So, like, why dabble here, you know? JJ, you're a very wise person sometimes. <laughs> is this is this the wisdom in my age, or is this common sense? Like, I don't. No, I don't think it's common sense that. at all to say. I don't think it's it's. There's a uh, there's a cultural I, need for a lot of people to participate in zeitgeists, right? especially with mobile games being free and all this sort of stuff and saying, you know, there's this three-year-old game out there. Not And Aiden's obviously brand new and TMNT's also brand new. But you've brought this point up before and we've brought this point up before. There's a three-year-old game out there that's on sale. You, uh, It got, you know, a hundred great reviews and we've played it and liked it. Maybe spend your time on that. Uh, is not maybe okay maybe in my experience is not an always a uh thing that you feel like you can participate in right you can feel like you're keeping up sometimes i don't know i don't think there's a 
I think if you want to try to keep up with the Joneses on Diablo Immortal, that's the wrong tree to try to keep up with, you know? Don't bark on that one. That, 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 I don't know where this tortured metaphor is going. It's a lot of metaphors, yeah. Anyway, somewhere, it's going to end up with someone having a house that's worth $8 billion and yours is going to be a a shack in the corner of a slum and it's not going to go great. All right. Well, tortured trees aside, I found a good use for a tree this past weekend during vacation. You want to talk about a board game real quick before we got to go? I like board games. Man, I miss board games. You want to talk about Formula One real quick before we got to go? I do like Formula One. You want to talk about a Formula One board game real quick before we got to go? Is this Car Wars? No. (laughs) It turned... (laughs) Funny, funny you should mention it. It turned into that. Uh, hey, that play, should be against the rules. Uh, yeah, so there's two versions of the game, and in one version it is, and one version it isn't. Uh, I played a game this past weekend called Formula D. I think D stands for dice. Interesting. Uh-huh. There is a There are two rule books. One is the beginner rule book, and uh, the other is a advanced rule book and no it's not formula drift formula d uh i just remembered in the back of my mind that there is u.s racing called formula d that's not is what it, i'm talking about it sounded when you said formula d i initially thought i immediately thought of initial d yes i know you did the box art looks exactly like initial d okay they know they know <laughs> what they're doing but i think they mean that it stands for dice but i don't it, the, the d is exactly the same font from initial D it's bigger and multicolored, you know? Uh, so you get a grid of Monaco and using dice, depending on which gear you're in. So like D four for first gear, uh, D 30 for sixth gear, you move your car that amount of spaces based on what you roll. And then you have to like negotiate corners negotiating corners involves not slamming into walls and not and and like stopping certain stopping your turn certain amounts of times to uh kind of like simulate slowing down you know okay uh, that's cool yeah and then there's like a simple version of wear and tear on your car um which is if you lock up your brakes by slowing down too much or if you have to brake really hard or you shift down too hard or whatever it just sort of takes away from a a generalized pool of wear on your car. Uh, and the thing that ended up happening was if you part, if you pull up too close to another car, you both have to roll to see if you take wear damage on your car. Well, when people, people are starting to get away from people on races or they're getting real slow, real low on those damage points, maybe you just pull up next to them and see what happens. <laughs> <laughs> Like, oh, I see, I see you got only three damage points left and half the race to go. It'd be a shame if someone pulled up next to you for the rest of the race and see if you crash out. Uh, you know, Formula One does kind of feel like that sometimes, actually. Yeah, <laughs> it certainly does. It was amazing that by the end of it, even in, we only played the simple version and we only did one lap. And by the end of it, there was there were mom- there was a moment where it was like okay this guy won the game on this exact roll because he stayed in this gear and that other player was in that gear and 
then all the other cars eventually like start pushing it harder to try and catch up and everybody's starting to manage their wear points and all the people behind him are now, are now catching up because they're just damaging their cars to try and catch up as fast as they can so he has to start damaging his car which means he goes through the last corner too quickly you know like the the daisy chain of events uh did somewhat feel a little bit formula ish now you're racing exactly yeah it was mm. it was weird how when we started out it was like well this is just silly bumper cars and by the end it was like lance stroll crashed into me in the corner why latifi why <laughs> so uh board games are still fun is my report that's there very cool i kind of want to try this game yeah i'm um, looking up on board game geek you can uh that's yeah, a free I'm shout sure. out for uh, a great great organization boardgamegeek.com if if you've ever wondered about board games and you don't know where to go uh what a good one there's Very two good. versions of the game just so you know and one of them is newer i think there's a 2000 something and a 1990 something you want the 2000 something the new one got yeah. it okay cool you can run a lot of cars on the grid. It it would be madness if you ran all the cars on the grid. But this looks cool. I'm gonna yeah. I'm gonna look into this. <laughs> the advanced version looks crazy. Also, I don't know if you're looking at it. Uh, you you get drivers with like certain points that do certain things differently than other drivers. You this is this is this is Car Wars. You just don't have weapons yet. You just got to add weapons. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> There's also like you go from general having generalized wear points to like managing your tires and your engine and your gearbox and your and your and your, you know. Oh, yeah. Yeah. They yeah. do it for real. That's, and the yeah. newer version, uh, since it is probably related to initial D has street racing. This is cool. Yeah. Okay, that's my board game report. The first one in like two years because who has time for board games? Who's been around a a crowd of other people? Yeah, enough other people to play a real board game. You know, this had, you know, it was a family trip and we all tested and did all this stuff to stay together and isolated and all that sort of thing. And uh, even then it was only like six of us, you know, when you could have up to, what is it? I think it's over 10 people playing this game at once. Good Lord. That's a big game. Well, you can have, I think you can have five teams and two drivers per team. So you could have 10, 10 cars. Still a lot of people in a board game. Mm hmm. For a simple board game. It's pretty good. All right. Uh, you know, if people, uh, knew that it was related to initial D, uh already where should they go uh folks can send that to podcast at we were that's our email they can find us uh, on youtube at we were gamers all one word search that out hit that subscribe hit that little bell it'll notify you when the new stuff comes out definitely check that out and we're on uh, social media at we were gamers facebook instagram and youtube